Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise tonight. Say there's no one greater, no one stronger, no one higher. Hallelujah. Say hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord a shout. Come on, give him a shout. Hallelujah. This is night one. I feel like night three is already here. <laughs> we came ready. So without further ado, it is my honor and my privilege to introduce to you. I'm rhyming now. Bars. We have Reverend Melissa here all the way from Tampa, Florida. She carries the substance of faith tonight. Because faith speaks. And at this Faith Speaks conference, this woman of God, she's going to bring the thunder and the lightning. Oh, yeah, it's going to be very frightening. And the devil going to run seven ways. Hallelujah. We're going to have a lot of fun this conference. But come on, let's give her a big round of applause as she comes tonight. Yeah. Come on, big round. Thank you, Pastor. Love you. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, see? See, y'all ready. See, faith prepares. <clears throat> Man, you could almost just prophesy out the gate. Go ahead. Hallelujah. 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 Hmm. You ready? Yeah. yeah, I can tell you're ready. You came ready. You know, faith speaks and faith prepares. And I want to say thank you, Pastor Nick and Pastor Misty, for preparing your people. You know, he said he was a little nervous, okay? <clears throat> because he's getting ready to lead you somewhere you've never been before. And you're going to need faith on a level you haven't walked in before up to today. He started out by saying, by the Holy Ghost, man, it's easy to flow up in here. <laughs> you, when you come to God, and you came to God tonight, you didn't come to me. It says when you come to God, you must believe that he is and what he's a rewarder. Say, I came to get my stuff. If I'm going to show up and fix my hair, come on now. I want my stuff. I want my reward. And because you came in faith. People don't come to church just to be cute. I hope y'all don't. Not here. And y'all cute. I checked y'all out. Your faith is expecting something. 
And I don't know what it is in the natural what you need, but the Holy Ghost does. And the Spirit of God has you in the future. He's always got you out ahead, and he's preparing you where you are for where you're going. And so as pastor prepared you for the time that you're having here with me and the Holy Ghost, you're getting ready to go somewhere you've never been. And so now my part is help get you ready for where your pastor's taking you. How many of you, it's your first time here tonight? Anybody? Nobody? Okay, good. If I talk in tongues, y'all all in, right? Say, tonight is my night. You know, Pastor, please forgive me, but I think I'm going to have to release this table from my ministry and the water. I don't even need it. You know what? Like, if you ever get ready and you put too many accessories on. You know, when I first started preaching, I, like, wore all my stuff. You know what I'm saying? And then I was like, I just knocked that lady in her eye with my bracelet. You know, faith is a rest. And rest is not, it's, it's not inactive. Rest is actually an action. It's a verb. So once you sit down, and just, like I made it. I made it. And if God got you from where you were to where you are right now, he can get you anywhere you need to be. Lord, what do I do? I've got so many decisions to make. That's not the sound of faith. And I'm gonna, my assignment as I'm here this week is to talk to you about faith. Now, the principles of faith are taught. But the spirit of faith, say the spirit of faith. Say it again, say the spirit of faith. It's caught. The spirit of faith is caught. It's like a fire. You get close to somebody's on fire, you're going to start smoking. And I'm not talking about token up, if you know what I'm saying. I don't know how long some of y'all been saved. I heard one of those songs. Hmm. Hallelujah. Everybody done checking me out who wasn't here when I was here last time? Yeah? Okay, good. You like me. I like you. I think last time I was here, I said on Sunday, I said, man, I like you guys. Because you know why? You like me and I like you. It's easy to like somebody who likes you. And it's easy to preach in here. And so, you know, when I said by the Spirit of God, just... Faith is a rest, just relax. If you've had any apprehension about this week or coming, or you know, I'm already making a sacrifice to come on Wednesday night. You know, I got kids. You laugh because the Holy Ghost got your number. Say, I'm in the right place with the right people doing the right thing. How many of you, this is your home church. Wave at me real big. 
Woo, yes. I love it. They're all 100% tithers. That's what I felt when they raised their hands. Amen. You have the best pastors in all of Fort Pierce, Florida. You better shout. I think pastor's blushing. That's good. That's good. You know, the Bible says those who honor me, I will honor. And when you honor the man of God as a man of God or as your pastor, you receive that anointing that's on their life. If you speak to the man, you get the man. If you speak to the gift of God or the man of God, that's what you get. Some of you ladies who are married, quit speaking to the fool in your man. Oh, now, sister, get off of that. You know what you're supposed to be teaching on faith? Talk to me about that little cute pink book you got. <laughs> Speak to the man of God in your man. You see him perk up. You see your cheeks get pink. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So my assignment is to... Not just teach the principles of faith, but while you're here, while you're sitting under this anointing. Because when I came, when I come to you, I'm not just coming as, as a natural woman. It's not Melissa talking to you. It's the Holy Ghost talking to you. Just like some of you laughed when, I, when the Holy Ghost got your nerve. You know, I'm already making a sacrifice to come tonight. I might not be here tomorrow night or the next night because, you know, I got kids. God's talking to you. Lord, speak to me. I need to hear your voice. I got so many decisions to make. It's a new year. You know, inflation is inflating. <laughs> well, I see some of y'all like me still getting big, so I know you got money to get groceries. One brave sister. She's like, amen. <clears throat> Good, y'all relaxing now. You're re relaxing. So the principles of faith are taught, but the spirit of faith is Oh, Good. I like it. Pastor was having you guys uh, repeat after me. Now, some of you might have figured out I was from Texas and I was a cheerleader. But consider me your faith coach. Pastor's your faith coach. And so when we have you say things in here, and I'm going to have you say a lot. Because it's easy to speak faith and to be in faith in the house of God. When all your faith buddies are around you and, yes, the song is right. The lights are low in the back. The light's on her, not on me. Nobody sees my sweat stains. I can just really go in. It's easy in here. But this is like your school. So that when you leave these doors, when you leave this room, when you leave this meeting place, when uh, trials and tribulations come, and guess what? They come because Jesus said they're coming. You're like, sister, I thought you had a word of encouragement. 
I need some encouragement up in here. But Jesus said, I've overcome the world. How? By your faith. By your faith. By your faith. By your faith. I'm going to say it one more time. By your faith. Jesus didn't say to the woman, girl, you know it was my faith that healed you. He said, no, it was your faith. Jesus, help me. Lord, Jesus has already did everything he's ever going to do about your problem, about your kids. Well, I, Reverend Melissa, you understand, I got a special situation. No, your answer is simple. Do the word. Do the word. Do the word. What word? The word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Pastor, as he was, he was ministering and talking about the offering talking about finances, he said, ask the Lord what you should do. And when I said, Lord, what should I do? I heard the Holy Ghost say something to me, and I thought, oh, that ain't what I want to hear. <laughs> Give it all. It ain't a good time. Right now is not a good time, Lord. Don't you know? I got this coming up. I'm going to Turkey next month. American Airlines wants money, not a hug and a kiss and a scripture. So I heard something, but you know what? A lot of people hear stuff, but they never act on what God says to them. And when you don't act on what God says, you don't get those right results. But say, I'm getting mine tonight. I came to get all my stuff. You're saying, because she's got an attitude, that's right, I do. And you better get an attitude. Faith has an attitude. Faith is not a victim. Faith is not wimpy. Faith is not weaselly. Faith is bold. And the simplest definition of faith is faith is action. Somebody needs to write that down. I want to know. I want to know. How my faith? How do I know? Faith is action. So if the Spirit of God speaks something to me by His Spirit or through His Word, which they always agree, do I act on it? Because a lot of people say they're in faith. I know because I've said I was in faith before, but I wasn't really in faith. I was in what's called mental assent. You know what mental assent is? I believe, I believe, I believe. You know a lot of people believe that Jesus is the Son of God, but they never confess him. They never complete the action of their faith by believing in their heart and confessing with their mouth that Jesus is the Son of God and died and rose again just for them. And you know what happens? They bust hell, excuse me, right open. I believe God wants me rich. I, I, know, I, I, I know it's time. I need to get my first house. And the Spirit of God says to you, help the man of God build the house of God. You build my house, I'll build your house. Lord, that's not how I want to get my house, Lord. And faith never feels good to your flesh. It never feels good to your flesh. How do I know if I'm in faith? Are you acting on what God's Word says? So faith is action. Somebody needs to write that down. 
Faith is action. Faith is action. Pastor came up. He gave a word about giving and receiving. He gave a word about what happened from the word of God when the man of God prayed and gave offerings. It takes both. A lot of people pray, 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 but they never give, give, give. It's quiet. I thought this was pure church, not Presbyterian church. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Just, just relax, yeah. You like me. You're going to like me. You like me. I like you. You like me. Hallelujah. Who brought your Bible tonight? Woo, 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 woo. Say, I love the Word of God. The Word of God is my life. You know why I am the way I am? Good question. Because I got in the Word of God and found out who I was in Christ, and I started acting on it. And for you to get from where you are today to where God wants you to be for the bright future that God has for you, you're going to have to get there by using your faith. But faith only comes from one place. No, 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 Reverend Melissa, I thought you said faith is action. Faith is action. Faith is action. That's why I've been calling that boy and texting him. I know he's my husband. Come on Saturday, I'll help sort you out, boo. <laughs> Ask me how I know, because I used to do it. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. Faith without works is dead. Faith is action. But faith only comes one way. How? Hearing the, word. the words of God. And a lot of people, not anybody in this room, cannot discern between the voice of God and the voice of their flesh or their soulish realm because they never use what I call, and the Bible says of itself, the divider. This is a supernatural divider. What does this word do? It divides when I put it in my eyes, my ears, my mouth, and my heart, it divides between what is my soul. He's cute. He's got an airplane. Six foot seven. I thought, I'll always be little. But he wasn't my man. Y'all wondering where James Wan for Jesus is? He's at the river fulfilling his ministry over there to Pastor Rodney. My honey will be here later this weekend. But the divider is the word of God. So you have to take the word and the word will cut you. So if you get offended this week, it's just the word cutting you. The spirit of faith will make you talk like God. Somebody needs to write this down. The spirit of faith will make you talk like God. Walk like God and act like God. Why? Because you're his ambassador in the earth. Nobody gets saved unless you preach the gospel to them. And you know what? God didn't have a B team. You're it. (laughs) 
Somebody's like, I'm getting healed. I was on the B team. I'm going to get to play now. It's a house of restoration. So the things of God are not spooky and kooky. The leading of the Spirit is not weird. But it comes, the faith comes by hearing what? CNN? All the doomsday you follow on X and Twitter? Your cousin with the Tweety Bird tattoo and the cigarettes? Pastor told me when they were in South Africa, she was doing a ministry line. And one of the ladies in the line, she was ministering to her, and she felt like there was a blockage. She said, sis, do you have some unforgiveness in your heart? What's going on? She said, yeah, I'm mad at her over there. Another girl in the line. And some of you over here might be mad at somebody over there, and it's blocking your answer from God. She just turned and looked at her husband. She Ooh. You know, God hears you in your bedchamber. I got faith. I speak faith. I'm in faith. Uh, what about when you're in your car? What about when you walk into your closet and you start getting ready? And you just got an alert from the bank. Low balance. Oh, y'all ain't never got one of those? <laughs> Y'all never emptied out your bank account in a Rodney Howard Brown meeting? Woo! Just walk on water. Faith is never going to be comfortable on your flesh. I went to Poland. I, had, I was there to preach for eight days. I had enough money in my bank account to pay for my hotel for two days. So you know what I did in faith? Got a hotel for two days. And I knew they had enough openings at that hotel that I could, at the end of the two days, I could extend my reservation. So I knew God told me to go. But I, good thing I didn't consult my bank account. No, my bank account says, no, don't go. You ain't got no money. Say money. money. You know what it takes faith to get your money? It takes faith to sow, but it takes faith to reap. You sow on purpose, you reap on purpose. So I went to Poland all cute. I was skinnier, had all my best stuff, okay? My mom took me shopping. I had to have winter clothes. You know, it's like you go to the, res the resort in Colorado to ski. You had to have all the cute stuff. So I had all my winter clothes, stuff you can't find in Florida. She's testifying. <clears throat> So I'm there, and uh, I know I got, after I preach tonight, I got one more night, and I got to check out, okay? And I got to buy a flight to the next country to leave on Monday. How many know the longer you wait to buy a flight, the more expensive it gets? So you know what I did? I preached the first night. 
and receive my offering. And as I'm receiving my offering, the Spirit of God said to me, see, I heard something. I heard something I want to hear. Remember, I ain't got no money. I only had enough money in my ministry account to pay for two nights in Poland. Okay? And it looked like I was in a Russian spy movie. Every Uber driver looked like, hello. I was like, I hope my car takes, because this guy will take me over the board. I won't come back. Y'all are funny. <laughs> so I'm receiving that offering, and as I am, you know what the Holy Ghost told me? Sometimes he, I feel like, you know what, Lord, you're kind of rude. <laughs> he said, receive the offering because the people were giving and sowing under the premise of they were sowing into my ministry. He said, receive the offering. Bless it, command the blessing for their obedience to sow into you, and I want you to sow it back into the church and give it to the pastor right now. I thought. Is that you, Holy Ghost? Yeah, it was. Same Holy Ghost sent me to Ramah. Same Holy Ghost led me to 25 nations by myself as a single girl. It was his voice. I was like, dang, it's you again, isn't it? You know, the devil's never going to tell you to give. Because he's not a giver. He's a thief. He'll always tell you to be generous at the mall and stingy in church. was like sparking my gift as he was preaching. He's talking about generosity. I was like, oh, that's right. Go, go. You preaching to me. So I sowed my offering back into the church and the pastors. You thought I forgot where I was at. And then I thought, you know what? I'm all in because I'm going to be on the streets. Might as well be on the streets with no shoes. <laughs> so I felt in my spirit and, and I preached that night on finances and giving and prosperity. And you know, the Lord he always demonstrates his word. It's like I always demonstrate the word I just preached. I'm like, great, I'll see where this is going. He said, give your shoes to this lady over there. And I thought, Lord, how, she ain't even my sauce. <laughs> and the snow on the ground in Poland in December was like this on the sidewalks. So my shoes? Oh, no, 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 no. So you know what I did? I obeyed God, sewed my shoes. I took all my jewelry I had on, and I gave it all, took it and sewed it into the ladies of the church. And so graciously, a lady from the church who I gave my shoes, she had on snow boots. So she gave me her snow boots to wear for the night, and I promised to bring them back the next day. So I didn't have to walk barefoot through the snow. So you know what happened? Nothing. I get back to my room. So I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to scroll Instagram. Can't go to sleep, got jet lag. So as I'm scrolling Instagram, you know what happened? Somebody sent me a DM. And it was a pastor. I said, praise the Lord, who's this? Hey, Reverend Melissa, how are you doing? How's your trip going? I thought, really? 
no, I'm in faith. I don't want to. I'm in faith. And I just thought, Lord, I'm all in. Either the word of God works or it doesn't. And if it's not going to work, better find out now. How's your trip going? So I, in faith, said, it's going great. Thank you, Pastor so-and-so. Awesome. I just want you to know that the Spirit of God spoke to my heart two days ago to wire you X amount of thousands of dollars, and then that's how much I needed. I got to pay for the hotel for seven, six, six more days, and I got to get a ticket to the next country. Because my ministry pays for all my stuff. When I go, I don't say, uh, what you going to give me? Pastor Rodney taught me that, thank God. So I said, oh, you did? And he said, yeah, and because we sent it on whatever, it should be in your, and do you know it hit my account just in time. A wire, even a wire is quick, but it still takes time. But because of when the Spirit of God spoke to him, which was before I sowed my seed. Sorry, this is strong. I know it's strong. Okay. You do? Okay, okay. Thanks. It's like that Samsonite commercial with he throws and jumps on the, okay. But the word of God works. But you have to act on it. You have to work it. And you have to do both sides. There's a God side and a man side. And there's two sides of the word. And most of the time it's going to cut your flesh. doesn't feel convenient to your flesh. It doesn't go with your family's mindsets. You know, the Bible says, say the Bible says. Oh, it's come to that. We're going to talk about what the Bible says. Yeah. The Bible says in 3 John. Beloved, I wish above all things. This is like his biggest desire for you. What, what's he want for you? What you got for me? You, uh, you love me? Show me. Where my ring? If somebody tells you that they love you and they don't give to you, they're lying. He says, beloved, I wish above all things, say all things. all things. Oh, you didn't say it right. All things. All things. There it is. See, some of you move with it. <laughs> that you, what? Prosper. And be in health. Well, that's great, Lord. How that going to be? How are how, how you going to do that? As your soul prospers. So as we're preaching and ministering the word by the spirit of God, he's going to get rid of some mindsets, some stinking thinking that's blocking your faith, that's hindering you from receiving. And I want to salute you. You did well by coming tonight. Y'all came because like, I'm going to get something. I don't know. Pastor said, come. I came. I'm here. All right. You're here. Let's go. So I'm going to talk like God. Think like God. Act like God. Walk like God. Because I'm his ambassador in the earth. 
oh, Reverend Melissa, that's kind of, you know, that's, that's kind of wild doctrine. God said in Genesis 26, he said, I'm going to make man, what, in the image of a dog or a cat? He said, in my image. Well, what is God? God said in the New Testament, he said, I am a spirit. If you didn't know that, God's not a mind. God is a spirit. And those that worship him, worship him in spirit and in truth. If you're worshiping the Lord, living for God any other way than what this word says, you ain't doing it in truth. So if you still got crystals at your house, get rid of them. Nope, wasn't in my notes, but the Holy Ghost got your number. <laughs> so God is a spirit. If he made you in his likeness and in his image, what are you? Well, I'm a Texan. I'm from Florida. I'm, I'm black. I'm Puerto Rican. No, you're identifying with the wrong thing. You are a spirit just like God. And the part of you that gets born again, say born again. And if you're not born again, tonight's your night. But once you get born again, your spirit and God's spirit become And what makes God so special? What makes God, God? He says stuff, a lot of stuff, and it happens just as he says. And because he believes in his own integrity so much, he gets instant results. See, some of you don't believe what you say. That's why it takes you longer to get some things. The Holy Ghost done checked me on the front row. I said, where's my sunglasses at? The Holy Ghost said, that don't sunglasses, don't lie. Where's your readers? <laughs> now, see, that might seem simple, but that, that'll mess you up. <laughs> do you believe what you say? Do what you say and what you do agree? That's how you know God has integrity, because what he says... And what he does, they, they agree. They match. That's integrity. And God wants you to have integrity so that when you say something, it happens fast. But some of you like a wild pony. You don't know how to bridle your tongue. That was not in my notes. I had this whole thing about spirit of faith, spirit of faith. Well, the spirit of faith will bridle your tongue. One of the biggest revelations that I learned once I got born again, once I got on fire for God, is the power of the tongue. The power of the, for all my Puerto Ricans, la boca, your mouth. That's my one Spanish word. You're welcome. Death and life is in the power of your 
Brother Hagen used to say this, Pastor Nick. If you don't like where you are in life, check up on what you've been saying. Now, some of you ain't even heard Brother Hagen. You didn't even know his name. If you don't like where you are in life today, check up on what you've been saying. You know, um, I was a, a part of, I did not have the honor f- to train for the ministry at my pastor's Bible school. My pastor is Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. And, um, you know, I come under authority, under God's authority, my husband's authority, and my pastor's authority. And I, he has a Bible school, and uh, my husband is training for the ministry. He's in his second year there at the Bible school. But I went to Rama Bible Training Center, Kenneth Hagen Ministries. I was there for seven years. Now, I thought I was going to be on TBN right away, be able to wear my lashes, <laughs> meet my husband at Rama Bridal Training Center, and go from Tulsa to the nations. And after I fulfilled my assignment at that ministry, I had something that I had to do, but God had something he wanted to put on the inside of me while I was there. After I was there, God sent me. Say sent. I just didn't go and went. I was sent. God sent me to Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Now, if this is another Kenneth. There's Kenneth E. Hagen. There's Kenneth Copeland. Don't get it twisted, Okay. So God sent me to Brother Copeland's ministry, Kenneth Copeland Ministries, and they have a local church called Eagle Mountain International Church. And Brother Copeland, I believe he's 85 this year. He had his birthday in December, and he is a pilot. And he talks about as a pilot, they have a checklist. Now, if you've been a pilot as long as he's been a pilot, he was a pilot before he got saved. He was a pilot before he was in the ministry. And he tells a story about another minister that's with him that was fine with him. And he says, what are you doing? He said, don't you know that by now? Like, can't you go through it in your head? You're, I do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And he said, I could. He said, but a good pilot who never crashes always goes through the checklist. And he said, and one of the things that you have to do in flight training or recurrent training when you're a pilot is they make you listen to the voice tapes that um, the FFA has or whatever of planes and pilots who have crashed because they learn from it by listening to what they're saying. And some of you are so upset, you just don't get it. You don't. I make those voices because I used to do it. And that's how pitiful you sound. That's how pitiful I sounded. My problem's hard and it's really complicated. Nobody else has a problem like mine. There's nothing new under the sun. Faith will fix your marriage. It takes faith to get married, and it takes faith to stay married. Now, I, I've been married for two years, so I'm an expert. But these two, they've been married a little bit longer. Oh, see, now y'all rude. 
No, it takes faith to get married and it takes faith to stay married. Faith will fix your marriage. Faith will help the Holy Spirit have something to work with to change your husband from the inside out. And it's not always husbands that need the fixing. This isn't a women's conference. I'm treading lightly. But some of the brothers already gave me some Pentecostal handshakes in the back, so I got some business to do here. You know, faith would get up in the morning and brush your teeth and make your husband breakfast. Was that rude? That was kind of rude. Oh, it was great. He said it was great. Well, if my husband was a man of God like your husband, I mean, your husband's going to Bible school. He gets up every morning, no matter how late y'all have gotten home and reads his Bible at 6 o'clock. That's right, he does. But you know what? I prayed for him on the front side. I didn't get married till I was 45. But I figured about two weeks into the marriage, uh, you don't get to coast on the prayers that you prayed for 45 years. You got to keep it going with your faith. You got to keep speaking the word over your spouse. You got to keep speaking the word of God over your marriage. You got to speak the word over yourself. Keep your flesh in check. Because you think you want flesh, but you want to check somebody's flesh. What we're preaching, what we're ministering on will apply. It always applies to your situation. I want to hear a special Bible story. It's like, I like something about the prophetic. In the realm of angels. But you murmur and you complain in your bedchamber. Faith is not spooky. It's not kooky. It's practical and it will change your life. And so you don't live a natural life. That you don't have a natural marriage. You have a supernatural marriage. Where you and your spouse are subduing kingdoms together. Well, you don't understand my kids. I had three kids out of wedlock. Well, too bad. Get it under the blood. Get your pair of extra strength spanks and move on. <laughs> this brother's laughing. He's like, this girl. Next level faith. Next level faith. Say next level faith. Your faith will work for your children. Do you know I am where I am today because my mother spoke the word of God over me when I was not anything like I am today. I was living like a devil. You know what a devil is? (laughs) 
when I was 17 and my mother was so tempted, she would say to her husband, you know, Melissa is such a, not a blessing. She wasn't saying a blessing. And, you know, her husband, you know, sometimes wives think they're more spiritual than their husbands. And my mother's husband said to her, well, you know, Mary, you're getting out of Melissa exactly what you're saying. She was so mad. I'm going to the bathroom. And you know what she was going to do in the bathroom? That was her little prayer closet where she was going to talk to the Lord about her husband. Lord, I can't believe he just tried to tell me that. I know more than him. I taught him everything he knows about faith. I was the one that. And the Lord goes, he's right. Speak the word over her. Give her something else to grab onto in the realm of the spirit. And so the Holy Ghost gave my mom a scripture. Say a scripture. Faith comes by and hearing by the. So the Lord gave my mother a scripture, and it's in Isaiah. You got kids, you need this scripture. Some of you know Isaiah 54 and 17. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every tongue that's risen. You got some crazy people at work. You're like, they're attacking me. No weapon, no weapon, no weapon. Do you know before that it says my children? My children are disciples of Christ. Great is their peace and undisturbed composure. Some of you, that's your answer. You you, you got it the first night. Because your whole, all your problems are like, my kids, my kids, my kids, my kids. Say the word over them. Because you have spiritual authority in your children's lives. Don't curse them with your mouth. Bless them with your mouth. Why is faith so important? 1 John 5 and 4. Remember I said in Genesis 1.26, God made us in his image. We are spirits. We're speaking spirits. We have creative power in our words. That's what makes you different from a dog and a cat. They make noises, but they don't have creative power in their voice. Say, I have power. Some of you are already getting tired. Wait a minute. Let's back up. I have power. I have Holy Ghost power. Welcome. I see somebody I know in the back. For whatsoever is born of God, say, I am. Born of, God. born of God. Well, what about that? It says you overcome the world. There's no problem you can't get out of. I don't care how far you've gone, how long it's been, how much sin you've been in. The blood of Jesus is bigger than you. If you'll just start pleading the blood. Oh, I plead the blood. I plead the blood. I plead the blood. The devil brings up your past. No, I plead the blood. That girl's dead. She don't live anymore. You can't bring up to me what I did when I was 16. Well, you know, that's why you're sick now. 
somebody in here got an evil report from the doctor. And the devil has been lying to you, telling you, well, you know, it's because of all this that you missed it here and you did that there. And that's a lie from the pit of hell. Hmm. Hallelujah. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. It overcomes cancer. It overcomes lymphoma. Do you know Pastor George Pearson's brother Copeland's son-in-law, who's the pastor of the church and the CEO of Kenneth Copeland Ministries, his dad was a smoker his whole life. And I believe when he was over 60, he got a report that he had lung cancer. Well, you know, you reap what you sow. There you go, bro. And you know what? He did sow for it. You know what the Bible says about healing? It says his healing mercies. Some stuff you deal with, you got yourself in trouble. But if you put your faith in God and in the blood of Jesus, it'll pull you out of the pit you're in and put you in heavenly places seated with Christ. Overcomes the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world. Even our You know, I'm tired. You know, I get tired. Everybody gets tired. Everybody's got flesh. We like to dress it up, paint it, brush it. But if your faith will move your mouth, it will change your circumstances. It'll change your body. It'll change your checkbook. Man, you could tell I was born in the 70s. I'm saying checkbook. Nobody knows what that is. <laughs> checkbook. Faith will work on your finances. Faith will get you out of debt. You know, Brother Copeland came home one day after they had gotten saved, and Sister Gloria was left at home, and she found the Bible that Vanetta Copeland, Brother Copeland's mom, gave him. And she got born again. And in the front of the, the Bible, it says, Precious Ken. And she thought, I knew she always hated me. You know how mother-in-laws are. You think, she don't like me. So she, I'm reading this, says, Precious Ken. And she's like, Ken, Precious. Anyway, she read the sweet message that Sister Vanetta wrote him in the front of the Bible, and she got born again, and then she started reading. It was an amplified classic Bible, and you know what happened? She read that scripture that said, Oh, no man, anything but to love him, and it says, Stay out of debt. So Brother Copeland came home, and Sister Gloria said when she married Brother Copeland, she married him and all his debts. You know they have a debt-free ministry? Every piece of their property is debt-free, they got it debt-free, built it debt-free, and has sown and given 37 debt-free jets. Hmm. You know, God will meet you where you're at, where your face at. And there's levels of faith. You know, there's Ford Pinto faith. Come on, you 
you, some of y'all maybe started with a hoopty. I had one. It was a Honda Accord, but it, and it was an automatic, but I had to, my dad had, had rigged it up where it goes uh, low, medium, high, and then I could put it in drive. Your dad did that to you too, I know. So there's Ford Pinto Faith, right? That's okay, it's better than riding your bike. Not everybody is at the same level of faith, and that's okay. But you need faith friends. See, when you come here, Pastor and Pastor Misty, they come and they grab you. You know, like on a football team, I don't even watch football team. I didn't marry anybody in the NFL, but I see where, like, they kind of huddle and get those arms together. You know about that? Your shirt says football. Okay. Well, what had happened was, is they'll come alongside you, and they can pull you up to their level of faith. Ford Pinto's great. It's better than walking, better than riding your bike. But you know what? Today I rode in the Escalade. They see me rolling. If you're laughing, quit listening to that secular music. Feed your spirit. God brought you to this church for a reason. You have a destiny and a calling on your life. And God divinely connected you to this man and woman of God to take you from where you are to the bright future that God has for you. I've been here a long time. I ain't really seen it. I still ain't met my husband. Well, keep coming. At least you didn't marry Satan. That's a victory. You dodged some bullets. That's a win. Y'all come on Saturday. I'll tell you more. Tell you more, ladies. But when you get faith, friends, say faith. See, it's important. When you guys came in here, you came and hooked up with what the scripture calls it a corporate anointing. And the corporate anointing will carry you. It's like jumping in a river. That's moving really fast and it's deep. Even if you're a big boy, it'll carry you. Even if you're a big girl, it'll carry you. So when you cut, see, he's getting touched now. He's like, she is. Yeah. I, I said it. I said it. When you come in here, God's hooking you up to take you places you couldn't get to on your own. Hmm. Hmm. Hallelujah. Close your eyes. Haremendura shakai. Nun saprata stilelene. Nun sapare ishtikin sopro danans de e. Le etsukuri itada. It's a new day. It's a new day for this church, and it's a new day for this ministry. The global expansion. Hmm. The global expansion. Ha. Huh. Uh, Pastor and Missy, please stand up. Ha. Huh. 
Moikine, Moonkanai, Estadora Sara Ita, the door is open. Ha! Ya tukusa, etunda ra antati is linklutun san pal, mench lore esigaraya, nit satine so so preitza, in so sole inkanana adu se pre a pa re itsto uka, and the equipping, and the hallelujah. Mm. Runche kita ratasa sa si te tenina nana ha ha ya. Kiliano, Kiliano, Nanaturi, aha. Where's Blade? Haya Sukumanje. If Blade's in another room, you better get up in here. Put your, put your equipment down. Yeah. Sikrane, Nedisa, Stunimende, Arapapazulututse, and deposits at Barut Santa. The deposits that have been made on the inside of you, even as your father was speaking today, the vision that he saw as a young man when he was working with the youth, he saw these gifts. And the Spirit of God says, He's made deposits on the inside of you, and He's unwrapping, unwrapping, unwrapping your gift. And so this unwrapping is important because now you shall be on a global stage. Itai Rukunade. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift your hands.